You're listening to episode 69 of Scaling Up. Welcome to Scaling Up with personal brand and freedom stylist, Elizabeth Hartke. Each week, Elizabeth brings you the tools you need to create a life of true freedom and fulfillment by scaling and monetizing your personal brand. Get clarity, become a leader in your field and make an impact that pays. Grab your favorite healthy smoothie or beer and let's get to the show. What makes you unique? That's the question I'm asking you guys today because I want you to really think about this. I have heard it so many times before that people are working so hard to stand out against all the noise and all the competition out there, but they feel like maybe their skills overlap with someone in their industry that already beat them to market or what they have to offer. It's already been done or it's being done. Newsflash, you're likely not going to create something brand new as far as a product or a service, but what you can do, you can stand out against the competition. You can be the one that people trust and admire and want to work with. So today I want to emphasize a truth that I stand by no matter what it is you do. You have a PBF, a personal brand fingerprint. And that means what you're doing has the potential to stand out against the grain. All day, every day, each one of us walks around with our own unique set of fingerprints, right? But we don't always act like it. We go with the popular opinion because it's safer or we, you know, slide towards whatever society is doing because it's what will make us fit in. We don't stand up for what we believe because we really want to be accepted or we wear whatever's on trend or post on social the way other people are posting because it's just what everyone else does. But the fire in business comes from standing out, not fitting in. So my sweet little salmon friends, we're time to swim upstream and I want to walk you through how to identify and really nail and make known your PBF, your personal brand fingerprint, your own unique selling or value proposition on steroids. And it's what is going to set you apart from the competition. So also, in case you don't have a notebook handy, Make sure you snag today's freebie, even if you do have a notebook candy, because it's designed to really help you nail your PBF and really drill down so that you can bring it into your business and infuse it into everything you're doing. And you're going to start to see that difference in what it means to have your own unique fingerprint in business. Let's get to the show. You're here because you're a maverick. We've established this. Like you think differently, you feel called to create and scale something of your own. You don't want to fit in. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you know exactly how to stand out. So what can you do? How can you show up? What can you put out into the world? What can you create to ensure that you are truly unique? Even though you might be offering things that already exist, even though you might be delivering it through channels where other people are delivering it to, why are people going to want to work with you? Why are people going to feel called to your mission, to who you are, to what you deliver, even though it's out there in another capacity? That's the power of having your own personal brand fingerprint where you're so confident, like you know, you look at your fingerprints on your hands and you know, wow. It's pretty amazing to think with all the billions of people out there, no one else has these. No one else has these fingerprints. That's how I want you to feel about your business. Like every time you post on social media or every time that you launch a product or write the book or take the stage or whatever it is you're doing, you know, this is me. They can take it or leave it. They can like it or love it. But this is who I am 
And I'm so confident in who I am and in my brand and what I deliver and how I do it, all of those different things that I'm not worried about how someone else is doing it. I'm not even stressed about the competition because I have blinders on as far as how I, how I create and what I bring forth that none of that matters because I know it's so unique to me. So I want to break down a couple of different categories that I know are going to help you nail this. And I want you to come out of this episode feeling super confident and super special. I want you to to get out of your head this BS that we tell ourselves that one, we've got to fit in. That's nonsense. No, we don't. And two, someone else is already doing it or they're doing it better than me or I couldn't do it like that or they're my competition. When you are in your power, when you know what you have to offer, when you create from your heart over creating from looking at your periphery of what everybody else has going on, you are unstoppable. So the first and most important piece of developing your personal brand fingerprint is knowing who you are, like you as the individual listening to this episode. There are so many different things that make up you. Things that nobody else has in their story, not the way that you do. Because you might experience something that someone else has also experienced, but you would you view it through a different lens. You've been supported differently. You approached it differently. You got through it differently. All those things make up who you are. And they're a big piece of your brand and your business because people are going to want to work not just with you because of the product you sell or the service you offer, but because of who is offering it to them. And that's you. So let's start with that. Your experiences. We discredit our experiences. So often we're like, yeah, well, who am I? Well, I have this certification and this is my schooling and this is what I've done and this is my rap sheet and this is how much I've earned. And we go right to the specs, but that's not who you are at the core. So the first little category I want you to touch on is your your experiences. What losses have you survived? Okay, that is a big piece of who you are. What trauma have you endured and come out on the other side of? What have you done and accomplished that you're so proud of? What have you done that you're not proud of that you've decided to change in who you are because you know who you want to become? These are the things that make up the fingerprint of you, your personality, where you fall on whether you take an Enneagram or the gem test or a personality test, whatever it is. That's a big piece of who you are. Your energy, not just like, how much energy you have when you wake up in the morning or after you drink a a pot of coffee. I'm talking about like the energy that you bring into a room. When you walk into a room, what do people feel from you? Do they feel trust and comfort? I met a girl on my mastermind recently that I'm personally a part of for my own business. And she asked me, you know, you're really good at identifying people's superpowers. What do you think mine is? And I had just met her. That was like the first thing she asked me. She's like, I've been really excited to meet you because I know that you're really good at that. So I was like, oh, a lot of pressure. But then we sat down to dinner and we were talking and within the first three minutes, I knew exactly who she was and what her energy was. It was like an instant level of trust that I had with her. And I am a skeptical person. I do not trust quickly or easily. But with her, it was like I let my guard down right away. There was something about the smile on her face, how she looked me in the eye, Just all these different things of her energy that she brought to the table that made me realize, oh, you're a superpower. You are a connector because people are going to trust you. They're going to feel that right from the get-go of meeting you just like I did. 
So that's a big piece of what you bring to the table, that energy. Also, how you do things, your level of integrity. When you say you're going to do something, do you actually do it? What are your values? And more than your values, what are your virtues? What are you actually living by? Not just what do you value, but what do you live by on the daily? All these things make up who you are. Are you a mother? Are you a father? Are you a a wife? Are you single? Are you an adventurous person that loves spontaneity? Like these are the things that will attract the right people also into your business, even if they don't seem like they directly correlate. They do because you are such a big piece of your brand. You are such a big piece of your business and you can't take you out of the equation when you're running a personal brand. Taking the time to figure out what these strengths are, what these unique pieces of you are, are going to help you in identifying your PBF. Because when you do this, you're going to start to see how it's woven throughout your entire business. So think about those things that make you stand out. Start with, I'll give you a couple of prompts that you guys can walk through. And these are all going to be in the show notes too in the, in the download that you can snag for today to help you really clarify your personal fingerprint. So what are two things in your business that just light you on fire to do? Like you are so happy when you're doing them. You would never pass these off to someone else or outsource them or hire someone to do them. Like what are the two, even three things that you're like, wow, I just like I can get into a flow state and do these all day. Think about those things because that's a big piece that like represents a big piece of who you are. Think about the next thing you can kind of flesh out. What are some skills that you have and that you've developed over time that have helped lead you towards success? And there are some things that you might not think are skills, but they are. They're things you've had to practice. For example, resilience is a skill because you may have gotten knocked down many times in life where you didn't just pop back up as easily. But then over time, over going through these experiences and these scenarios where you've gotten knocked down, you learned how to recover. And that resilience is a skill that you developed and there's no question that it's played a massive role in how far you've gotten. So think of those skills that would make you stand out. Now think about three virtues. And I say virtues because values, it's easy to say what you value, but talk is cheap. What are you living by? What are three things? Maybe it's like you are so honest that anyone that works with you knows that they are going to get 100% truth, even if it's hard. You live by that. Think of another virtue that you're standing by every single day that you eat, sleep, and breathe that someone would respect you for or admire you for. And I want you to list those three things out because those are actually things that make you stand out from your competition. And then just think about the things that make you stand out from the competition. Maybe it's the level of care you give your clients or the people that work with you. Like maybe you go so above and beyond and you so deeply connect with each of them individually. You're not a quantity person. You're a quality person, and people feel that when they work with you. Or maybe you are someone who just has mastered, mastered a busy, crazy life and have figured out how to be really productive and really present in all of the different areas that you juggle. And that makes you stand out because when the rest of the world is spinning their wheels, you've got life in check. Just think of those things that if someone had asked you, like point blank, why should I choose you? What makes you different than everybody else that's doing what you're doing? You could rattle these off with such confidence. And this might be a difficult exercise for some of you because you don't have that confidence yet. Or you doubt yourself, or you have imposter syndrome, or you let other people's negative opinions affect your own opinions of yourself. 
I want you to do this exercise in a vacuum. Don't look at what anyone else is saying or anyone else is doing. Think about it. what comes right to the top when you're asked these questions and write them down. The next piece is how you run your show. What's the experience people are going to have when they're working with you? How do you deliver what you have to offer? Do you shock and awe like when someone thinks they're getting one thing, but they come on board with you? The next thing that they're saying is, oh my gosh, I didn't expect this. And then she supported me this way. And she shot me a text message to make sure I was doing okay. And then on my birthday, flowers arrived. Like, do you just go above and beyond for your clients? What is the experience they're going to have overall when they make that commitment to buy your product, buy your service, work with you in a free capacity, whatever it is, listen to your podcast, talk about that experience, think about it, that experience. And if you think about it and you think about the things that you wish you were doing, but you weren't doing, those might be a good indicator of what you can start to implement into how you run your show. And when I say run your show, all I don't mean like a literal show. I mean, your business, your brand, like how you run your show, how you do your thing. Describe that in detail. Take some time to list that out. And if you find a lack of congruency between what you admire and how other people do it or what you wish you were doing yourself and what you're actually doing today, that's great because that's an identifier of what you can start to implement or change in your business and in your brand. But this is a big one of like, how do you make people feel? So there's who you are and that's your energy and that's like, you can't help it. That's who you are. You walk through the door. This is what people feel. But then when they experience your business, when they experience your brand, What is the feeling that they get from that because of how you deliver on what you promise? The third piece is your branding. Branding is what makes you stand out initially because this is oftentimes what people are going to see first when they go to your website, when they go to your social pages, when they tune into your podcast. Like this is what is going to put you outside of the competition in a very quick second in the beginning and it has to make its impact. It has to say something. Everything from your mission and your message to your look, the colors you use, the fonts that you use, all the things that make up your brand and the look of your brand. Like I said, these are a little bit shallow, but they matter. They matter because when you have a split second sometimes when someone's scrolling Instagram to catch their eye or to make sure that your branding language is their language. What are the words that your people are using, that your ideal clients are using when they speak to their pain points, when they speak to their struggles, when they speak to their greatest ambitions and desires? Are you using that same language? Because this is a piece, this is connective tissue that's going to bring the right people to you and at the same time, repel the wrong people, which is what you want to happen. So think about this As you start to craft your branding, there's an exercise that I do in way more depth with my Maverick Mastermind students and some of my course students where I actually walk them through an exercise to make sure that their their messaging and their mission statement and their colors and their fonts, everything is in alignment with the impression that they want to be giving to the world, with how they want to stand out. You don't want to just stand out. In case you didn't know, people stand out for bad stuff too. You don't want to stand out because your website sucks. You don't want to stand out because, you know, you used like 65 different fonts and no one knows like, is this from her? This doesn't look like the last thing I saw her put out or the language that you're using. Like, do you talk like you're all buttoned up in corporate, but you're trying to reach the entrepreneur? There's a lack of connection there because people are like, yeah, I think I think she offers what I want, but 
She sure doesn't talk like me, and she doesn't really speak to to my exact pain point. She's kind of generalizing, like, this stuff is so important to nail down. And there's one exercise I do where I actually have them go into Pinterest, and I create have them create, like, a mood board of all the things that really, like, represent their brand and things that would, if their ideal client saw it, it would connect them to the brand. So start to think about those things because this is a big piece of what is going to help you stand out. And you want there to be, you keep using this word, but a congruency between all the things that you put out. You don't want the podcast that you run and the image that represents your podcast to have one color scheme and set of fonts and one name, but then you have an online course that looks totally different, even though it's trying to attract the same people. And then you run a free group where you have your community and it's made up of a bunch of people that actually wouldn't want those products that you sell. Like you want everything to live under the same umbrella, even if you have a bunch of different things that you offer or different ways that you offer them or different groups of people that you offer them to. You want there to be this connective tissue and tie that brings it all together. I suggest when you're doing branding exercises, similar to pretty much everything else I'm going to say, shut off the distractions. And what I mean by that is don't scroll social media and look at all the other influencers or brands or businesses that you love because you're going to start to be kind of tainted by what you see. Like, oh, I like that. And then you go to someone else and you're like, but I really like that. And you try to combine it all into hodgepodge and it's a mess. I've done that before. I've wasted a lot of time and money. So instead of doing that, it's not that you never take inspiration from what other people are doing, but first put the blinders on. Brain dump, Go on Pinterest, see what catches your eye, what speaks to you, see what your your ideal customer is saying and doing and what looks they like before you look at what your competition is putting out there. You don't want to try and take on a version of that competition because you're like, oh, so-and-so did this so well. I'm going to kind of mimic what they did so that people maybe don't know what's me, what's her, and maybe they'll pick me by accident. You don't want people to pick you by accident. You want people to pick you because they can't not pick you. They feel so drawn to you because what you're putting out there speaks directly to them. And it's also unique to you. That's going to bring the right people in and ensure that when they do come in, they feel that connection to you and your brand and how you run your show. One of my favorite things about running this podcast is hearing from you guys. You guys have given such incredible feedback, both in your reviews on the show, but also reaching out to me personally and to our team saying, hey, could you give us more of this? Or we loved when you talked about that. So one of the things we keep hearing is, is there a place like where we can all gather? Do you have a community for this? And the truth is for season one, we were so caught up in bringing you value and content We didn't spend the time to create the community, but the community was there. It just wasn't all in one place. Well, now we're going to have one place to coexist and rising tide raises all boats. We are going to lift each other up as we scale our businesses. This is an incredible community that we are opening the doors to that is going to give you access to incredible guest speakers, other members of the community who you can lean on. This is almost like a giant mastermind where you're going to be able to share, ask questions, share your wins, and get so many like-minded go-getters there ready to lift you up through the process. So when you need something, this is gonna be a place to go. When you have a win to share, this is gonna be the place to go. So we are opening up the Scaling Up podcast community. And if you want in, we are gonna kick it off with the most incredible challenge. We did an episode, actually we've done a couple episodes on the idea of conversions. Like how do you get more sales? If you're here and you're listening to this and you have a business or you want to start a business, ultimately you're going to have to sell something. 
And because you guys rallied around these particular episodes so much and have asked so many questions about how you can implement these things into your business, we decided we're going to do a free how to sell anything challenge. And we are going to host it in the brand new group, the brand new community for this amazing group of Mavericks. So make sure you go to the link in today's show notes so that you can snag your spot, your special seat at the table in the Scaling Up Podcast community and get access to this challenge. You will be the first to hear about it. So go there, drop your email so that we can send you the information. You don't miss out on this free challenge that should cost a lot of money and ultimately will likely turn into a mini course and will cost money. But if you want it for free and you want access to this community, go to the show notes, snag that link, drop your email, save your seat. I can't wait to see you at the table. The next piece of the puzzle is what you offer. So as you drill down on this personal brand fingerprint, you have who you are, how you run your show, your branding, but then what you offer, your products, your services, your experiences, how do they get to work with you? How do they get access to you? Is it by buying a ticket to go see you speak on a stage? Is it by buying your book? Is it by tuning into your podcast? Is it your online course? Is it your one-on-one services, your group services, your masterminds? What is it that you offer, both paid and free, that gets them in the door and allows them to have access to you in some capacity, that allows them to experience who you are, how you run the show, what your branding is like? There are plenty of people offering online courses. There are plenty of people offering online courses on some of the things you might offer an online course on. I know so many different people that have an online course on how to write great copy, or I have an online course on how to launch an incredible podcast. It doesn't mean that you can't too. It's just yours will be unique to you. Yours will have your branding. Yours will have you at the helm steering the ship as to how you deliver this product. And people want to know not just like what is the tactical, tangible, physical product or virtual, you know, digital product that you're offering me. How's it going to make me feel? How does it feel when I get that into my hands? How do you deliver it to me? Is it broken down into specific modules? How do you walk me through the process or the product? You know, when I buy it, do I ever get access to you after that? Like all these different pieces of the puzzle are ways that you can set yourself apart from the competition. Maybe you have a group coaching program, but you offer some in-person meetups and that's a unique piece of how you do it. Or you have an online course, but you also have this incredible community and you offer office hours where they can pop in on certain hours during the week and flesh out what they're going through in their online course to help them stay accountable. Or maybe you have a physical product that they buy that they have to use in order to get the results. Let's say you have a workout program that people can purchase and go through but then you allow them to hire an accountability coach through you that helps them stay on track. What are the differentiators in those product services experiences that either go above and beyond or are just different than how other people are doing it? You can do things similar to how other people do it, but your product better be so awesome and the content better be so good or the experience better be so good that it sets it apart because otherwise, you're going to blend in with the noise and someone's just going to choose you because maybe they saw you first or maybe someone recommended you, but it's not because you have this incredible, unique way of doing it. But when you have this incredible, unique way of how you deliver what you offer and how they get to work with you and 
or how they get access to your products or what what is it the experience like when they read your book? Maybe you have a book that you've you've launched and you sell, but they get this unique link when they buy your book that gets them access to additional resources and a weekly webinar where they actually get to see you live talking about some of the things that you're speaking on, or they get free tickets to see you speak or whatever it is, but find ways that you can incorporate these different ways to deliver the products that you offer. So as you go through the worksheet and the Fromy that you can download from this episode, you can start to flesh this out. List your products, list your services, your experiences, whatever it is that you sell or the different ways that people can have access to you and either write down the different ways that you deliver it that you know is unique from your competition or write down the ways you want to start being unique from your competition. Okay, so we have who you are, how you run your show, what your branding is like, what you offer, but now the next one, number five out of six, is who you serve. So here is a big one. What's different about your community and your tribe or whatever it is you want? Maybe it's even what you call them. That's what's different. Like maybe you have a name for them that they resonate with and they feel called to work with you because they like totally connect with how you describe this person. Let's take those podcast courses that I talked about a little bit ago. There are tons of them. You can Google, you'll find a bunch. But I can think of about three or four that all come from very different angles, not because of the content they teach, because of who they serve. So one of them that comes to mind specifically serves entrepreneurs and teaches them how to create a successful podcast as an entrepreneur and as a part of their funnel to drive more people into their business. But the second one is specifically for Christian mom entrepreneurs and business owners. That is very niche down. And this category and this particular course that I'm thinking of, although the content is eerily similar in how they teach how to become a successful podcaster, who they serve is very different. And then there's a third one that I know that's specifically for female business owners. So these are different angles, even though they teach the same thing, they are very much geared towards a different category of people. So start to picture your ideal customer. Start to picture that tribe of people, even if you don't have them in full yet, but you're starting to think about like, close your eyes, picture the vision of you being on stage. Who would be in your audience coming to see you speak? Or you hosting some kind of event. Who would want to be there in the front row with you? This is your community. This is your tribe. What are their pain points? That is one of the most important questions you could ever ask yourself as an entrepreneur, a business owner, a marketer. What are their pain points? What are they struggling with? What are their greatest fears, their biggest setbacks, and what they want more than anything else? What are their aspirations? What they would desire above all other things? That is what is going into your language in your branding section. It's also a piece of what you're going to offer And it's a big part of who you serve, knowing those pain points with such confidence. That is what is going to be a massive differentiator, a big piece of how you niche down so that you're not trying to speak to everyone and talking to nobody. Not only understanding who you serve, but then going and serving them. Having this tie in to your products and your services, that's what's going to set you apart. That is such a big piece of the puzzle. So focus heavily on that. So we have who you are, 
Okay, so your experiences, your personality, your energy, how you do things, your values, your virtues, how you run your show, what's the experience like when people get to work with you, and how do you deliver what you have to deliver, your branding, what makes you stand out from the rest, what's your mission, your message, what's your look, what's the language that you use, what do you offer, so products, services, experiences, how do they get their hands on you, how do they get to work with you, how do they get access to you through your books, through your podcast, whatever it might be who you serve. So who is that community? Who is that tribe? Who is that ideal customer? And what are they struggling with most? And what are they desiring most? And the last piece is the business, the vehicle through which you bring all of this stuff into the world. What's your pricing? The different opportunities they have to work with you? What are the virtues of your company? So we talked about your values and your virtues as a person, but then what is your company standby? Who else is a part of that team and that company? Who do you bring on to help push this mission out into the world? All these pieces, they make up the business and it can be so unique to other people. Maybe it's the philanthropy that you do as a business or as a brand. Maybe it is what you stand for. Like you see a philosophical problem in the world. There are not enough female podcasters and you decide, I am going to serve female podcasters, and I believe our voice needs to be heard, and I'm going to help more of them get that out there, and I hire women who also can help support this mission because they believe in it too, and they want to help give more opportunities to women to have their voice be heard, so I teach women how to do that, and the products that I offer are all based around that, who I serve is based around that. My branding speaks to my ideal audience. I run the show in a way that anyone that comes through the doors of my business will have an incredible experience that they will never forget. It makes them feel empowered and ready to share their voice. They get a piece of me. They get to know who I am and they know my story, my personality. They vibe with my energy. They know what my values are and they know how I do things. So this final piece is the piece that's going to kind of tie up all the other pieces into one big thing, one umbrella that everything operates under that makes you unique. This all in tandem makes up your personal branding fingerprint. When you can flesh out these six categories, who you are, how you run your show, what is your branding, what you offer, who you serve, how your business runs, what is the model of your business, How do you open the doors to your business? How do people get access to you? What is communication with your business and your company like? Like, do they have to send an email and then wait a month to hear back from you? Do they actually get you? Do they get Sarah, who's the most incredible virtual assistant that works for your company? Like, what are they getting? How does it work? What are they paying to get in the door? Why is that pricing worth it to them? So these are all the pieces that even though you might be teaching, or talking about, or offering, or selling the same thing as the person next to you, it is not the same thing because it's coming through you. It's coming through your business and how you decide to put all these pieces together. So today's Fromi is going to break all these things down and give you space to flesh them out more deeply and to feel more confident in your PBF, to feel like you're coming out of this episode like, holy crap, I am so unique. Yep. Even like, okay, let's talk network marketers. You guys are literally, we, I should say we because I am one, we are all selling the same product when we partner with another company or franchise businesses. Like you open the doors to a franchise and you have to follow the rules of how that, let's say, restaurant operates. 
even though it's the same thing, we can do it differently. We can be unique. We can be the reason that people come to us versus that other person that might be selling or doing or sharing or saying similar things. We're going to do it with our own unique spin. So work through this exercise. And what I want to do is hear from you. Take a screenshot of your PBF exercise, your personal branding fingerprint. Take a screenshot, share it on social and tag me. And I'll help you flesh it out. If I see places where it's like, yeah, this is great, but make sure you go deeper here or you're talking more about this here. I want to help you guys nail this because there need to be, talk about a philosophical problem. There need to be more people confident in the fact that they are born with a story and they've lived enough experiences to bring value into the world in their own unique way. And this is how you're going to do it. These six pieces that you're going to flesh out and walk out of this feeling like on top of the world, ready to serve your people and ready to make a buttload more money as you do it. So thank you for tuning in. Take a screenshot, share it on social, tag me at Liz Hartke. I want to celebrate you and walk you through this process and help you do it right. All right. Until next time, can't wait to chat again. Thanks for tuning in and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Before you go, make sure you take a minute to subscribe to the show so you don't miss out on all of those amazing fromies, freebies for my homies, obviously, and content that we're creating just for you. And if you like today's episode, can you help us out and help us get this in the hands of more people by taking a screenshot of today's episode and sharing it with your friends, tagging me, passing it around on social media. Guys, we've got to get this mission and this movement out there to more people so that they are living their purpose and living out their dreams and getting paid for it well too. I'm also so thankful for all of the amazing feedback we've been getting in the reviews. So if this podcast is helping you grow, Take a second and go review us on iTunes and be sure to check out today's show notes for more details and takeaways from the show. Until next week, guys, keep scaling up.